Hey, welcome to Dog Talk Live here from Soggy Acres Retrievers in lovely southern Wisconsin. I uh, had a little minute here, so I figured I'd pop on. This will be the second Dog Talk Live we have done this week. So I'm staying true to my word to hopefully try to get some more in for you. Uh, the podcast, we actually are putting our Dog Talk Lives up as a Q&A so we can help people. So when I get a question, I will repeat it so people can hear it on the podcast, and then I will answer it to the best of my ability. I hope everyone is doing great today. Like all Dog Talk Lives, uh, the minute I started talking, I got pounced on by Scarlett and Memphis. So they are both here. They both very much want to be part of the Dog Talk Live event. And uh, I guess they can't answer questions, but they are here. So they, uh, they are right now biting me. They are right now trying to get on my lap, and they will probably be here. Ah, here comes Memphis. She is the co-host of Dog Talk Live, even though she always is her back to you and licks my face. Hope everyone's having a great day. It is Thursday. It is two days until the Wisconsin Big duck opener, meaning our duck season starts. For those that do not know how seasons work, it is a split season where we are open for nine days. We have five days where it's closed, and then it's open again until, I believe, the first weekend in December. So that is this weekend. I am excited. I call it Duck Duck Camp 2.0 because we've had youth duck, and we had teal season, so this is our third duck camp. Youth season we call Duck Camp 1.5. But we are going to be uh, going out on our properties. I'm very excited. Uh, I've got a good group of guys uh, coming up, including my son Clayton, who's making it up for this one. And we are going to hopefully put a good hurt on some ducks in the area. I'm thinking we're probably going to be shooting mallards, wood ducks, and teal. I really sincerely hope we get some other ducks uh, that start a early migration. We've got some cold weather. It's supposed to be a freeze warning tonight in Wisconsin where it's supposed to be down to like 30 degrees. Hopefully that means that up in the northern part of the state in Canada, they've got really cold weather that will at least get the wimpier ducks to start their migration and come down and hang out by us. What I am hoping is that it doesn't take our wimpy ducks that we have like our teal and drives them all out. So we will see. Uh, Big weather coming in for this early in the year. Our duck season normally is uh, warm. It's going to be cold. And uh, I got to go up. I'm going to tomorrow, I'm going to go up and scout. My scouting is going to be me sitting in a bow stand because bow season is open and watching the deer and the ducks at the same time. So if you are checking in on Dog Talk Live, please let us know where you're from. Put that in as a comment. Let me know what questions you have. These are only as good as the questions that we get. So we would love to make it where we have a very informative and helpful Dog Talk Live and we can get some information out to the people that are watching. Uh, right now, as far as training, Really not doing any training. I've got a couple of dogs that are in for long-term boarding uh, that I'm working with on just uh, keeping their spirits up and keeping them uh, at a level. But uh, our training, we will start taking obedience dogs again in December, and then we do our hunting training dogs starting sometime in late February. Um, On my own dogs, I've got two dogs that are running the HRC Grand. Uh, They leave on Monday of next week, so I'm taking one of my dogs up to hunt with us and then running him home so he can head off to the Grand. 
Uh, A.G. Shaw is our good friend that is running the dogs in the Grand. Uh, Tank is the one that I'm taking up hunting. Uh, Ace already has one pass, so hopefully he gets a second Grand pass. And yeah, it'll be fun. They're the uh, the dogs are they're they're running really well. Uh, it's a interesting com- uh, competition that we did an actual uh, podcast about. And it should be really fun to have them out there and have them going. So let's see here. We are not getting any questions as of right now, folks. Uh, We would love to get some. If you have questions after the fact, and this is no longer live, you can email me, sportingdogtv at gmail.com. Let's see. I'm going to pull up. Uh, copy. Hold on one second. I'm going to pull up the site for our podcast so I can get people on there. Let's see here. That didn't work. Give me one second, everyone. Again, we're going to get the public site for the podcast up so that you can listen to our podcast. We're on a bunch of platforms. Um, it is kind of humbling. We've got, uh, the podcast is taking off. We're on a bunch of platforms and it is getting some pretty good play. I mean, good play where we're pulling, I'd say a couple hundred views or listens, I mean, on, uh, on each podcast. And it is a, it's a fun thing to do. It is interesting because I really enjoy making content. It is fun to put stuff out and overall it is. It just gives people some better content where they can learn about dogs. So again, we need your questions if we can so that you guys can uh, start putting up some uh, questions that we have and we can try to get some answers for you. Might be a slow day. It is morning. I normally don't do these in the morning, but uh, if it if it ends up being something where we aren't getting any questions, we'll talk for a little bit more and we'll probably call it for the day. Again, trying to make sure that we are on here so that we have uh, so that we uh, we have at least uh, the ability to help people out in the dog world. Uh, Jerry Oliveira, any started labs for sale around six months old? Uh, Jerry, when you are looking for a started dog, uh, you're probably going to be looking for a dog that is going to be older than that because at six months old, that is basically going to be just a dog that someone couldn't sell. Training starts around six months. Uh, if you're looking for a gun dog lab, uh, you're looking at nine months. If you're looking for more, you're going to be looking at a dog over a year. I do not have anything. Uh, if you are looking, you're you're looking at probably having a dog be in the sale price of anywhere from three thousand to ten thousand dollars for a started dog, depending on the level of training. Michelle Styles, Jeff, what do you, what do you recommend for a dog? A burn on a dog. Our dog's Garmin e-collar tracker exploded the other day after the bear was killed and it spurned a small spot on his chest. Should we take him to the vet? Um, Michelle, I guess it would depend on how bad of an injury that you have. If you have, uh, if it's uh, in the degree of the burn, with any injury on a dog, you're going to want to get it to the point where you clean it. You're going to want to use a triple antibiotic type of a uh, ointment on it and then the hard thing with a dog is keeping it clean so 
If you are running bear dogs, if they're not in the house, uh, if you have a kennel outside, you can put them in. You just want to make sure that it stays clean and does not get infected. I personally would probably take the dog to the vet. Uh, I would also make sure the dog is on some type of an antibiotic, depending on the level of sever severity. And I would contact the company uh, if I had a product that exploded and injured one of my dogs. Uh, and probably uh, see what they would do for me as far as the... Uh, as far as the uh, uh, vet bill. Um, that's a pretty serious injury. Hopefully your dog ends up doing fine. With that said, I have in my vet kit uh, for my dogs in a normal uh, normal season, I have amoxicillin, I have cephalexin, I have metronidazole, I also have gauze, I have vet wrap that I would use to put around a wound to hold a, hold a piece of gauze in place, which would help keep it clean, so you could try that with uh, some vet wrap. You'd have to make it uh, kind of an interesting look, I guess, with depending on the area of the, the, the injury on the dog. But yes, it would be uh, definitely a must that you would want uh, for your dog to keep them clean and safe. Um, I have a stapler in my kit. Um, what else do I have? Uh, let's see. I got the antibiotics. I got gauze. Um, I try to always have a, a cone of shame uh, when I have my dogs. When we would travel, I would have one that was in my gear. They actually have nicer cones now that are soft-sided, uh, so they aren't that rigid plastic that will wreck people's woodwork. So I would, at minimum, have that stuff, maybe EMT gel, and have that so that your dog will be safe and if you can't get to a vet right away, you can uh, keep them as, as healthy as you can. But uh, that would hopefully answer that question. Please let me know what other questions you have and how we can help you out. Colin Frederick, how do I keep my dog from being rough on birds and pulling feathers? Recall him faster or worry about the collar correction that would make him and think that he needs to leave the bird. Colin, I would, if you have a dog that is being rough on birds, I would not throw the birds as a retrieve. I would work on walking with the dog at heel so that the dog is walking at heel and you are working on the hold command. Um, probably before that even, put the dog up on a raised surface, tell him to fetch, tell him to hold, and just work with him on mouth control so that he is under control. And from there, it would... Uh, you work to walk and heal, and then I would make my, my retreat shorter with a very, uh, I guess, determined or uh, forceful e uh, recall on the dog. And if the dog is not coming back, I would correct him with the collar. But always start simple. If you're working on an issue with hold, work with the dog where it's stationary, then work with the dog walking next to you, and then work with the dog on retrieves. Hope that helps. And if you need help, stop by. Lori, would I have ear cleaners in the kit? Lori, there are, I had one dog that we absolutely always took an ear cleaner along uh, because he was very, very prone to having ear infections. Um, on my other dogs, it, it would all depend on the dog. Um, ear cleaner is not a bad thing to have along, um, but if I've got a lab that normally does not get ear infections uh, often, I probably would not bring one. Uh, my tip for everyone on dogs that get chronic ear infections a lot of times you have multiple dogs and they like to clean each other's ears. Those ear infections are because the dog's ear lays down and it keeps moisture in. It is a yeast infection from the moisture. So you're going to want to keep that 
other dog away because when they're licking the other dog's ear, they're putting moisture in there. And you want to use a drying agent for the ear cleaner. And then there are different uh, drops you can put in that will help uh, take care of that yeast. Andy, what ducks do you like to use for training? Do you fully thaw prior to training? Andy, I like teal and wood ducks because they're smaller. So what I will do is every year during teal season, uh, we harvest uh, a certain amount of teal. And I keep a certain amount that are not blown up, not that are in good shape. And I actually put those in the freezer. Um, I use them for our training birds because it's a nice smaller duck. And uh, I will use them as frozen birds. Uh, when I first get going, I will also use them as uh, and thaw them out. When I do thaw ducks out, I will still refreeze them, and you can get quite a few uses out of one bird, which is nice because you're not you're not having to kill a bunch of birds. Uh, you still want to have dog, uh, birds that you're going to use that the dog can track, and you are going to want to have fresh kill birds that the dogs can pick up so that they understand the difference between it. So I hope that helps you with that. Again, birds, birds, birds. When you are working on your force fetch. Uh, training in your your gun dog training in your first three months, dogs will sour on whatever item they are having or being forced or trained to, to uh, retrieve. I started this year with a uh, wooden block, uh, wooden piece. It's like a wooden bone, and I used that actually during my force fetch and had really good results with it. Because then when I transitioned to bumpers, the dogs didn't have a, a anger or a dislike for the bumpers. Um, having a dog that doesn't want to pick up bumpers, if you use them just for tr right away out of the get-go for force fetch, I was finding 50% of my dogs would get to the point where they didn't like picking up bumpers at all and you had to work them through that where this was where I only had one dog uh, that uh, wasn't picking up bumpers. So what you do is if you get dogs that are sensitive to bumpers because you use them for your training, it's completely understandable, not a big deal, but you transition to where you're using birds so that the dogs are doing something they love. I never force fetch with birds. I will do hole drills and I will do things after the fact, but when I'm doing force fetch, I do all of my force fetch and mouth control on starting with the wooden uh, retrieving item, uh, dowel, wooden bone, and then switch to bumpers. So it's, it's at a later date. You may have to uh, deal with uh, a force fetch or a hold command like Colin is dealing with his dog. Uh, dogs will get excited. They'll start to chomp on birds. And again, sometimes it's just giving them some moderate corrections. You you may have to get to the point where you're, you're doing more of a type of force fetch, but I'm not a fan of that. I like to work with them so that they understand that this is a fun thing, but yet they still have to keep that standard of holding and not chomping down. So I hope that helps. And we are coming up on 15 minutes. I'm listening to my dogs as they're laying over there. And uh, they're actually playing. But it's too much to ask to have them stand up and play. They're laying both on their sides and biting at each other and growling, even though they are both laying down. I guess it's kind of like a lazy fight. That is what they're doing in the background, if you can hear them. Uh, Dog Talk Lives, we always go 15 to 30 minutes on these. Uh, we try to answer questions while we're on here. If it's uh, if you're watching this after the fact, please put a question up. I'll always come back and check them after the fact uh, several hours later to answer any questions. Um, if you have questions you don't want to answer on here, totally get that sportingdogtv at gmail.com. And we also have our podcast that we're putting anywhere from, I'd say, two to 
five this week. Uh, podcasts up on our platform, the Sporting Dog Adventures podcast. I don't, I guess, have a set number that I'm putting up there. It, it all depends on my week. Um, this week was uh, I was around a lot, so I was able to put some up. But it is uh, it's a fun platform. It is uh, something where uh, we're growing it. I don't know how big it'll grow. Uh, not monetizing it at all. Not worried about that. Just putting it out there so we still have an ability to put out content and talk to people. So again, at this point, we're going to give a last call for questions. So if you have a question, please put it up. Otherwise, we are going to end our dog talk live for the day and we are going to get ready to go up to duck camp 2.0 i'm heading up at some point tonight i always uh have a nice dinner with my wife hang out with her and then i go up after i am gonna have to go up and turn the heat on because it's supposed to be 32 tonight so i'm assuming that my house up there is going to be sitting at about 50 degrees so that will be not the best because i did not leave the heat on i just assumed that it was going to be warm i do not have the heat on up there uh so it's it's going to take a little while to get the uh to get the uh place warmed up i've got to load up some firewood i don't have to load much stuff up there i actually took uh, any of my old clothes and all of my hunting gear is up there so i basically just jump in the truck with the dogs and head on up so we are Getting packed for that, uh, we will do a podcast and probably talk about our hunt on here on Facebook Live. Uh, we'll do a podcast from camp as well. At that point, at this point, then we're going to end our dog talk live today. I do want to thank everyone that has popped in. If you have questions, please put them up after the fact, and I'll try to answer them. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. For everyone that is getting out in the field, have fun, enjoy yourself. God bless. <laughs>